0: Hey friends, welcome to the Vertical Relationship Show. If you are ready to heal God's way through God's word, you desire to have healthier, loving, and thriving relationship with yourself, others, and most importantly, Jesus, then it's by no accident you're here because there are only divine connections in God's kingdom. Hey, I'm Malia Diana international best-selling author, certified christian counselor, trainer, coach, and podcaster. <laughs> yes, I'm all faith-based. I believe a vertical relationship with Jesus changes everything. This is about a personal relationship, a vertical one, not a religion. I'm authentic, real, honest, and there is no fluff here. Because I desire for you to have permanent healing for that wounded soul, not just temporary band-aids that don't last. Hey, God wants you to have a well-rounded and balanced life. So grab your coffee, your Bible, or just kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18, Did You Say I Do to the Unbeliever? Today, we're going to talk about five truths to cope living with that unbelieving spouse. Y'all go ahead, become a podcast insider. I change these often. You could find this if you go to maliadiana.com slash podcast, scroll down and on the right hand side, you'll see it. Ask me anything, give me a praise report and it'll be featured on the show. So this was a question that came in actually a few times. So I decided to do a podcast episode about it. Why? Because it is so relevant, y'all. The question is, what do I do when married to the unbelieving spouse? Well, we're going to hash it out today. But if you are just need encouragement, if you're struggling, you need inspiration, please come join us and Wows Christian Women as Women Overcoming Wounded Souls These are such incredibly tough times we're living in, and we need each other to help lift each other up and not tear down. So go join. Okay, first off, I want to start off by saying I am truly sorry you have found yourself in this position. My heart goes out to you and how frustrating that can be. You know, although I did not marry an unbelieving man, I did date men who were not rooted in Christ. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching this in my Equally Oaked Dating Method coaching program so I can prepare that woman to properly prepare herself for that Equally Oaked marriage. And look, I dated men that said they were a Christian. They said they were a believer of Christ, but definitely they did not display that. So I want to give you permission, first off, to not beat yourself up over it. Okay, that is probably one of the first things is like forgive yourself. Maybe you knew that you were getting into something that you probably shouldn't have, but just did it anyway. So again, forgive yourself. God could do anything through a marriage. I want you to hold on to that. It's not easy, but he can. We always have to go back to God's word and not what others are saying, right? So here is what the Bible says. In Corinthians 8, 12 through 14, I'm gonna read you all this verse. If a fellow believer has a wife who is a non believer and she is willing to continue living with him, he must not leave her. And if a believing woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to continue living with her, she must not leave him. For the believing wife brings holiness to the marriage and the believing husband brings holiness to the marriage. I want to interject right here, y'all, because if you're being abused in any way, Especially physically, this does not mean stay in abusive marriage. Okay. God does not want that for you. I don't want that for you. So please reach out for help at your local church. Please call the domestic hotline. I'm going to link that down below. But if a husband or wife who isn't a believer insists on leaving, let them go. In such cases, the believing husband or wife is no longer bound to the other. For God called you to live in peace. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to interject again here. This does not mean run off because it gets hard. Y'all, marriage is hard. Anybody that tells you marriage is easy, it is hard work. It's hard work, but it is such a blessing from the Lord. God says, in 1 Corinthians 8 17, each of you should continue to live in whatever the situation the Lord placed you in. Listen, things aren't always going to get They're not always easy. They're going to get tough. No matter if you're single or married, the relationships are hard. Truth number one, it is not your job to save your husband or wife. This is God's job alone. His salvation or her salvation is not your responsibility. That is only something God can convict that other person for. So don't take on the role or responsibility of God we are to point people to Christ and not be him. His salvation is not your responsibility. So I want you all to just breathe and relax. Truth number two, you might be the only Bible that your spouse ever sees. Now in Corinthians eight sixteen says, don't you realize that your wife's or husband's might be saved because of you? You know, as hard as that is, y'all, you made the choice to marry this person. In reality, this is harsh, but in reality, you may have not asked God about who the person you're marrying. You might have married somebody based off a feeling or a desire or a fleshy need, and now you're like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? You know, this is the harsh reality and consequences of our choices. When we don't ask God to be involved in our relationships, these are the consequences of our choices. But let me tell you again that God can do anything through a marriage. So I want you to hold on to these Bible verses. Truth number three, continue to pray, pray, pray. Pray is so powerful and it has the power to change things. Don't let that stop you from thinking that God can't turn around a marriage. Don't go based off somebody else's journey. Your journey is your journey alone. It is not mine. It's not that other person's down the street. It's not your family members. It is yours. Pay attention to what God is telling you to do in this situation. Truth number four, stop shoving hurtful words down their throats. We are to be an example of Christ and live a life that is a pure testimony to what God is doing in our life. What a relationship will, you know, what it looks like. We learn by example, y'all. We learn not just by words, but by actions. And truth number five, get to the root of the unbelief. This can help both men and women understand the unbelief. What's behind it? Why? Why are they not believing? What is restricting them from loving on God like you are? For example, they might have had a a really traumatic childhood experience. Their parents didn't believe in God. They didn't grow up that way. They might have lost a loved one. When we learn why we do the things we do, we are able to heal our wounds and change our behavior patterns. And y'all, if you need any help in this area, check out my signature coaching programs on MaliaDiana.com. I have these programs. You can request a custom package. I have programs for my married and my single. Okay. Remember this. God is God and he can give restoration to any marriage. Okay. Y'all hold on to that. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you so much for my listeners today, Lord. And we know how tough it is to be out there, to be in a relationship, Lord. We have to put you first. First and foremost, we have to come to you for our decisions to be a pure testimony that you need us to be for our unbelieving spouse, Lord. Help us. Give us the knowledge. Give us the wisdom. Give us the grace to just live out how we're supposed to live and say, hyper-focused on you, Lord stay hyper-focused on you. I ask that anybody who doesn't know you, Lord, that in a deep, intimate way that they come to know you, they ask for forgiveness of anything they're holding on to, Lord, and that you you are our holy creator and you could do anything through a marriage, through singleness, through anything, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. And we thank you and we love you. And in Jesus' name, amen.